Hey there, All Beer Inside podcast listeners. Here's the audio from episode 150 of our YouTube show. It came out October 7th, 2022. Um, it's us attending the festival, so definitely check it out. I mean, 150 is a big one for us. We appreciate anybody who listens and watches the YouTube show. Uh, you can always subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, brand new trendingtopicsnetwork.com, and most of the listening avenues for the podcast. Uh, we also ask that you rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you're hearing this appreciate everything that comes our way uh, so please enjoy ladies and gentlemen welcome back to all beer inside episode 150 spectacular here we're at mad river Glen co-op and we are at the september fest 2022 this is their first return to the big one since uh we had a bit of a pandemic the last two years but we're gonna go uh, interview some awesome vermont breweries and you're gonna learn more about vermont beer and this awesome festival so i see with emily rose of big time uh brewery uh, thank you very much for having us today. I uh, hope you're enjoying the September Fest at the moment, even though you're the first ones we're talking to today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. So uh, t- uh, tell me a bit about Big Tree. Yeah, so Big Tree is the side hustle of the reservoir in Waterbury. So Waterbury is kind of the crossroads for all skiers coming north in Vermont. You get off Route 89, you can go north into Stowe, or you can come south to the Mad River Valley where we are today. Uh, the reservoir is right off the highway there, and uh, it's a perfect stop for on your way in for lunch. Um, coming off the hill for Opre, it's a wonderful restaurant owned by Mark Fryer, um, who also has a restaurant in the Stowe area called The Bench. And uh, basically he got into brewing recently with the help of some friends over at Goodwater in Williston. Um, and we're basically here today to promote that little side hustle. So you can have us fresh off the tap in Waterbury, uh, or we are also in Cairns as well. Perfect. And uh, so this is clearly a Big Tree's first festival, which is great. Uh, what did you bring out at, for a lineup today? Yeah, so we have the Green Dragon, which is a double IPA. We have Yacht Rock, which is a hazy uh, a hazy IPA. And then Glampin, which is our Pilsner style. And I'm having the Green Dragon, right? Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a bit about the Green Dragon. Yeah, so the Green Dragon, a wonderful um, double IPA, Citra, and Mosaic hops. Um, Going to have a nice uh, piney uh, sort of tart finish there uh, nice hazy um, not too bitter really well balanced double IPA awesome. toast yeah cheers 8.2% uh, <laughs> yeah but you wouldn't know it when drinking it no it's that's really for sure refreshing yeah. this is a fantastic beer awesome thank you so much so where can uh, people who are visiting from out of town or wherever where can people find Big Tree Brewery yeah, so definitely I would stop by the Reservoir in Waterbury. That's going to be your best bet. Um, and we're just getting in underway with distribution. So soon to come, look for us. Um, show you our can. This is our can. Perfect. <laughs> so, perfect. Awesome. And where can people find you on social media and the website? Yeah, Big Tree Beer on Instagram is going to be the best place. Um, or the Reservoir VT. All right. Thank you very much, Emily. Awesome. Hope you enjoy your September fest. Thank you. Okay, now we're speaking with uh, Wade Floyd of Goodwater Brewery, uh, also in the state of Vermont here at today's Septemberfest. How does it feel to be back at a festival? It's great. We love being out and pouring beer, and this is a great festival to be at. Uh, For those who don't know Goodwater, can you give us a quick rundown of what Goodwater is? Sure. We're a brewery in Williston, Vermont. Uh, We brew traditional styles of beer and a few of the new IPAs and stuff like that. We're also a full-service restaurant. We just opened that up. We got a new chef. Really excited to pair our beers with his new menu, and uh, we like to make good beer. 
Yeah, food and beer pairings are always great to see. Um, I'm a big fan personally. Uh, so you brought me out a tasty looking beer here to try. What am I going to be drinking? So this is our newest beer. It's our extra special bitter. We call it a ESB with a Vermont accent. Uh, it's uh, been a fan favorite so far, so we hope you enjoy it. Uh, and what, what, what else is in the lineup here for the festival today? Uh, so we have our OPA, which is uh, an oat pale ale. It's not a style you see often on the East Coast. It's kind of more of a West Coast beer, but it's a, a, a nice, uh, light, uh, citrusy pale ale. It's easy, easy drinking. And then we have our Stanga, or Stange, as people like to call it. It's our Kolsch-style ale. It's a nice, light, Pilsner-ish uh, beer uh, it's easy drinking uh yeah as we do on the show toast uh so tell me a bit about the uh, esb so it's it's you know an esb is a traditional english style beer uh they were based it was a bitter a special bitter and an extra special bitter and they were all based on alcohol content and anything over four and a half percent is considered a, a esb um so it's kind of funny when you look at today with all the really high abv beers that that this was once considered a really high ABV beer. <laughs> uh, this is fantastic. This is straight up the the ESB style I like. And when you said like, oh, I have an ESB to pour, yeah, this this was for me. This is a fantastic beer. Uh, can't wait to try a bunch of those. Uh, for those who are looking for good water, a uh, physical location or beers, where can people find good water beer? So right now it's at the tap room and in the restaurant. It's uh, on Marshall Avenue in Williston, Vermont. Uh, if the people know the area, it's like you're going to Walmart, but don't go to Walmart. <laughs> Just keep going and right beyond it on the right. <laughs> and uh, website, social media? Yep, uh, all over social media. The Instagram and Facebook is Goodwater Brewery VT. Uh, website is goodwaterbrewerryvt.com, I believe. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I think that's what it is. But yeah, go ahead and check it out. We, we really enjoy the engagement there. All right, so uh, for those fellow Montrealers, Williston's honestly not that far from Montreal, so come and check these guys out. We're a lot of French Canadians coming down through, so we enjoy it. Yeah. We're, we're English Canadians, but, you know, we speak French, so. <laughs> yeah. I thank you very much, Wade. Have a great festival. Yeah. Okay, now uh, joining me is Miles and Elise from Harland Brewing. Yes, uh, Halliard. Halliard. Brewing. Okay, my apologies for mistaking I thought I saw an R somewhere. Um, thanks very much for letting us speak to you. Uh, what brought you to, to the, to the uh, what brought you to the September Fest today? So I, I think one of the biggest things that we're doing right now, being such a niche product, um, we're just really trying to get exposure. Uh, and we're, we're based out of South Burlington, Vermont. Um, and so we kind of want to hit as many of these festivals to just really show people how, how good this product really is. And that's, that's kind of the whole goal for us, so being here. And this is clearly your first festival, right? Yeah. And to provide a gluten-free option for people who can't yeah. have beer. Uh, gluten-free, I'm having it right now. Uh, no, it's it's good to, that the options are out there now. You know, especially uh, non-alcoholics are becoming very popular as well. Um, you know, uh, alcoholic beverages should be for everybody, even non-alcoholics. Somebody wants to enjoy a beer and they need 0% alcohol, why not have that option? Uh, you So you have a lot of hard ginger beers here. Yes. Uh, what did you bring for the festival today? So... We have our three main products here. Um, this is uh, our flagship. It's going to be formerly Nicole's. We just went through a rebranding. Um, this is a different type of can, less recognized by people who might have, may have known Halyard before. Um, but yeah, this is our flagship, and it's going to be the, just the extra ginger. Um, and then you're going to have the hibiscus lime, which is our driest option probably. Um, and then the fresh lemonade which is more of the sweeter one 
Um, and then, yeah, we also have one of the rotational ones. Uh, this, this one's kind of, we're phasing this one out, but it's the Blackberry. Okay, and you brought me one to try. What am I having? Okay, so this is our flagship. This is the Nicole's. Um, and these are mostly a pretty mid-range ABV. Uh, the Hibiscus Lime is going to be a 4.5. The flagship, which you are currently tasting, is the 6%, so that's the highest ABV. And then the fresh lemonade is going to run in at about 4. Uh, toast. Absolutely. Toast. Um, yeah, and I'm really hoping you enjoy that. Wow. Uh, the ginger is greatly balanced. Like, oh, I was yes. expecting, honestly, Absolutely. like, at first I was expecting kind of a, a ginger mouth punch. And Absolutely. This is, like, so incredibly well, well, right. nice and clean. And as I was kind of telling you before, um, when you think about, like, hard ginger beer, you're going to think about that intense ginger flavor, and that's not what we're going for here. It's a, I'm, I'm sure as you taste it, it's really smooth. You know, it's really smooth, really balanced, as you said. And really kind of gives it that like nice, it's sweet, but with that hint of ginger that kind of hits hard with the finish, which I really love. Yeah. Fantastic. And for those who are uh, from out of town or wherever, where can people find your products? Um, so we are at a lot of local stores. I think you can find us at Hannaford's. Um, but the best place that I would recommend is to check on the website. We have the option of putting in your zip code and you can check it out, um, Howard Brewing. I think, yeah, just, just search it up on whatever site you're going to use, and, you know, it's 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 widely available. So we, we hope that you guys check it out more. And uh, social media, where can people find you on Instagram and all this stuff? Um, Instagram, Halyard Facebook, Brewing. Halyard Brewing. Halyard Brewing. <laughs> yep. Halyard Brewing, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I think those are the main, the main socials that we kind of have up. And it's, yeah, it's a very up-and-coming page, so an up-and-coming product. Yeah. Okay. Thank you both very much. I hope you have a fantastic Septemberfest. You as well. Nice Thank to you. meet you. Thank you. Uh, joining me now is Chris Kessler, f uh, founder and owner of Black Flannel Brewing Company. Hey, how are you? Good, yourself? Very good. This is a perfect day. Yeah. Uh, great day and uh, return to beer festivals. How does that feel? Oh, love it. We, we were at the Vermont Brewers Festival this summer, so that was our first foray back into the beer festival. So it was great, you know, uh, post-COVID to, to get back in the swing of things. And Septemberfest is one of my favorites, so... Uh, this is our first uh, as as uh, media and first overall, and I gotta say, like I love the setup. So it is, yeah. The Mad River Glen base, you know, ski lodge is just a fantastic setting. So yeah, this is the 15th year of this festival, and I think Sean Lawson had a hand in starting it. And I've been a participant, you know, before I, I became a brewer, and uh, so uh, this is again my my favorite uh, beer festival in Vermont. So yeah, tell us a little bit about Black Flannel. Sure, we we opened two years ago in Essex, Vermont. Uh, we do a wide range, yeah, right during COVID. <laughs> uh, but we do a wide range of, of beer styles, a lot of classic beer styles. Uh, this one here is a smoked Marzen, so uh, yeah. <laughs> so it uses about 20% um, smoked malt from Bomberg, Germany. Uh, we do a lot of lagers, uh, very clean fermentations. Uh, we do we do some barrel aging too, so we have sours, we have uh, barrel aged imperial stouts, and uh, we also are the only brewery and distillery in the state. So. Uh, we do a lot of spirits. We uh, The first 20 months of opening, we had 20 different spirits um, that we produced. Uh, whiskeys, we have three different whiskeys. We have a very variety of rums. We have vodka, uh, gin, uh, it's a Yennefer, um, uh, which is a Dutch gin. Uh, then we have a wide, a range, a wide array of... Um, of uh, garden spirits with made of fruits and vegetables. So yeah, it's very, very unique. Small batch craft distilling. And then a full culinary program. So we have a James Beard nominated chef uh, this year and uh, Christian Cruz. And so our, our idea was to really um, elevate all the crafts that we engage in, beer, food, spirits. And uh, yeah, and I think so far the, the uh, feedback we've gotten from the public is, is fantastic, so. 
Yeah, uh, and all that during the pandemic. That's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, a, cur a blessing and a curse in that we were able to get our feet under us, um, you know, without being overwhelmed as a new brewery. Um, so and just figured out how to do things right and safely during COVID. And now that, that things are opening up, um, it's it's to our advantage. So. Uh, so tell me a bit about the a bit about the beer I'm about to have. Sure, and that so the uh, Wurtzbill is a collaboration with Collaborative Brewing uh, out of Waitsfield and. Uh, Brett Seymour as uh, formerly a, a member of the Green Mountain Mashers Homebrew Club, and I am as well. Uh, so we decided to collaborate on this uh, this smoked Marzen. Marzen is a traditional Oktoberfest style, uh, and this adds uh, adds a hint of smoke. Well, a little more than a hint of smoke. Uh, a lot of times I'll kid and tell people, oh, there's bacon in this beer, but not really. It's it's the smoked malt. So. <laughs> yeah, you won't lie to vegetarians. They'll be like, no, it tastes like bacon, and it's like, it's not bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not. Uh, what's the ABV on this? Uh, this one's about 5%. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so toast. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Toast. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. The smokiness isn't overpowering in any way. Because I've had some smoked beers that are just like, it tastes like I'm drinking a cigar. This is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. We do that one, and we do another one called uh, Smoke, which is a uh, Pivo Grozicka, which is a Polish style. Uh, we actually just sent it into uh, GABF to, to be judged, so we'll see how that comes out. But yeah, it was, it was one of our favorite beers. So. Love it. And uh, for those who are looking for Black Flannel, where can they, one, physically find you, and then two, everything online? Sure. Uh, BlackFlannel.com. Uh, physically, we're in, in Essex. There's an old outlet center called the Essex Outlets, but it's been reimagined into the Essex Experience. Uh, so we're in one, uh, three of the spaces in that. We have about 20,000 square feet inside and out. Uh, yeah, we have a barrel room, the distillery, and the full-service restaurant, and the brewery. So, yeah. And then online and social media? Yep, online, uh, blackflannel.com, and social media, blackflannelbrewing on, on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Awesome. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoy uh, this year's September Fest. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, joining me now is Clara of Good Measure Brewing. Uh, thank you very much for speaking with us about your brewery and why you're here at the festival today. Um, tell us a bit about Good Measure. Okay, hi. Um, so, Good Measure, we're in uh, Northfield, Vermont. It's about 10 miles south of Montpelier. Um, we are a small seven-barrel uh, brewery. We also have a pub attached, so technically we're a brew house. Um, brew pub, I guess. Um, so, uh, we're back in September this year. This is uh, one of our favorite festivals, probably our favorite festival that we do. It's always just a nice group of people and it's always fun to bring, you know, some beers that are a little bit different. Uh, so with us today we have Early Riser, which is our cream ale. That's our flagship beer, probably the most readily available one out in the market as well. Uh, we brought Proud, which is a beer we brewed for um, our Pride Day beer. It's a farmhouse style IPA with hibiscus. So there are two pounds um, of hibiscus per gallon I believe um, so it's very pink a little tart really nice not so hoppy um, and then we have TDH which is our triple dry hopped pale ale so we did I can't remember how many pounds edit that part out um, anyway um, so it's a triple dry hopped with citra and mosaic and that's on our house pale ale social club uh, so it's a little blend of that um, that one is super fresh we kegged it last week uh, for this um, and then BLCK is part of our dark beer series. Um, this is volume number 22, I believe. Um, so this is our porter that we age in rum barrels for 14 months. And then we add uh, Madagas Madagascar vanilla um, at the end. And this year we did it with um, coconut candies. Um, like Thai coconut candies. So a little roasty. You'll get that as well. Yeah. 
Um, you can smell it, can't that you? That nose is Isn't absolutely that, fantastic. Yeah, it's wonderful. Wow. Um, so that's a 10.4. It's a little, you know, okay, it's so up there, but... <laughs> need a little break after this. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of where you can find us, so obviously you can come to the tasting room in Northfield. Uh, we're open seven days a week, three to nine. Um, and we do quite a selection there, a lot of one-offs and specialty things. Uh, but we also are, uh, we distribute through Feral, if anybody's curious. Um, we're mostly in northern Vermont, central Vermont. We have a little bit of package down um, in the Upper Valley, uh, but you can find uh, cans of Early Riser at most package stores. Uh, but we have draft lines pretty much all over the state. Uh, yeah. And yeah, you can hopefully you can find us at more bars as well coming up. How long has Good Measure been around? We have been open for five years. Yep. So, so pretty the, new. Yeah. Unfortunately, COVID was most of that time. Yeah. Um, you know, but so we actually have started really expanding our lineup. Uh, we're going to be uh, starting more of like four core items, our cream ale, our 100% Vermont grain IPA, as well as a Vermont grain lager. Um, and then we'll have one other beer rotating through there, our ESB and uh, Porter, most likely. Let me know what you think. So, yeah. Oh, my. Wow. 10%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily... Delicious and dangerous at the same time. So, uh, Fantastic. Uh, did you mention social media where people can find you? Oh, yep. So you can follow at Good Measure Beer, I think. Um, and then you can also follow me at Good Measure Clara. And you can also follow Andrew at Good Measure Andrew. And that's for beer stuff, uh, sales, and all that good stuff. Okay. Uh, all the best to the future at, of Good Measure, and hopefully we can uh, do a full interview one day. Awesome. We Thank, you. That. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Joining me now is Colin of Zero Gravity Craft Brewery. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Uh, thank you very much for speaking with us about Zero Gravity. Tell me a little bit about Zero Gravity. Yeah, so Zero Gravity started in 2004 um, in Burlington, Vermont, at uh, American Flatbread uh, Brew Pub. Just a really small operation. Um, and we, uh, we bought a, a new facility on Pine Street where we could start doing more, um, more big scale kind of things where we could actually distribute in 2015. Um, so it's been really cool to be able to just kind of see the evolution over the years of being the small thing to this now much larger like New England wide operation. Are you still on that main strip and with Queen City across from you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I loved. I, I did uh, before the world went on fire. Yeah. I did a small little beer occasion in Burlington and you guys were one of my stops with the brew bus tour. So. Yeah, I would say we're a must stop, especially the food there is awesome too. Yeah, we didn't eat there. We ate at some flatbread pizza place, which is pretty fantastic. But yeah. uh, still, like you guys are usually it's switch back yourselves in Queen City whenever I'm in Burlington. So yeah, that's the move. That's definitely the move. Uh, what's it like being back at Septemberfest after the last kind of two years of being shut down? Yeah, it's awesome. I, I personally have never been to this festival. Um, this is my first time, but this is my mountain. This is where I ski. So it's really nice to be here kind of in the summertime and enjoying a nice festival. Um, and it's been weird to not do festivals for a while. And, and now that we're getting back into them and they're kind of fully on, it's just really nice. It feels really, really good, really free, you know. Oh, so what's, uh, what's the uh, lineup festival today for your beers? Yeah, so we brought uh, Green, uh, Green State Lager, which is our classic German Pilsner. Uh, we have that year-round, as well as our Conehead IPA, which is kind of the, the beer that keeps the lights on at the brewery. Uh, it's definitely our best seller far and away. Really good citrusy IPA, all citra hop. 
And then we brought a couple of, uh, a brand new one to us, uh, Power Suit IPA. It uh, features mosaic hops, so it's definitely got more of the residual like bitterness to it. Um, really, really fun can too. I don't know. The video, uh, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Uh, and then we uh, had to bring the obligatory fest beer, our Oktoberfest, which is very true to style, Marzen. Um, you know, we're super lager nerds at Zero Gravity, so it's, um, yeah, it's really important that we brought that one. Is that a Canadian maple leaf on the side of that can that I'm seeing? That is a Vermont maple leaf, <laughs> but it's also kind of hybrid with a cannabis leaf as well. <laughs> I, I do joke around that bit. Vermont is basically like American Canada. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. We're very similar. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the Oktoberfest. What's the alcohol percentage on this? Yeah, it's 5-4. Um, yeah, really nice malty, you know, malt forward. Got a little bit of sweetness. Um, yeah, it's just an awesome Pilsner. Oh, yeah, that's an Oktoberfest. Nice, there you go. <laughs> I think when I actually came to do my beer, beer thing in Burlington, I missed out on the Oktoberfest by a couple of weeks. So finally getting to try it, and i got to say, it's very tasty. Yeah, we've been trying to figure out the numbers on how much to make every year because we always run out. We're like, how do we get through October with Oktoberfest? So I think we're, we're going to nail it this year. Amazing. Uh, so for those who are looking to find Zero Gravity, uh, where they can physically drink the beer, where they can find you in stores and uh, website, social media, what's all that stuff? Um, yeah, so we're located at 716 Pine Street in Burlington. Um, and then to find us, uh, we're just zerogravitybrewery.com. And we're working on finding a, a beer locator, so you could just type in like where your store or whatever or your area. Um, that's TBD on the on the date of that, but we're generally sold all over New England wherever craft beer is sold. And if you don't find us, just ask your uh, you know your local person at the at the counter like, hey, can you order this? And they can all get their hands on it. So fantastic! Uh, I look forward to the future at Zero Gravity, and one day we can sit down and do a full interview. Thank you very much, Colin. Have a great September fest. Oh, you too. Okay, uh, joining me now is Hannah of Burlington Beer Company. Thank you very much for talking to us about uh, BBCO. Uh, for those who don't know, tell us a little bit about BBCO. Burlington Beer Company was founded in 2014 by our owner, brewmaster Joe Lemna. He um, lived, in, grew up in Vermont, spent some time brewing um, down south for a little bit, and then came back in 2014, opened the brewery in Williston. Um, we currently just expanded last year into a 14,000 square foot restaurant in the South End in Burlington, um, but we still are doing production out in Williston, actually made tanks, made space for more tanks and expanding and to be able to make more beer over the next couple of years. I actually uh, got to visit BBCO uh, before the world shut down for two years. Uh, but speaking of that, what does it feel like to be back at a, at a big festival like Septemberfest? Feels really good. This is actually our first year at Septemberfest, oh, okay. so really we're really happy to be here. What kind of beers did you bring for people to try today? We brought our new flagship Pilsner Lighthouse. We have a New England style IPA made with local hops from Champlain Valley Hops in Starksboro. And then we have a double coffee porter that we make with beans from Abracadabra, another local coffee company, and a Orbital Elevator, a double IPA. Great, uh, you brought me the Lighthouse to try. Tell me a little bit about the Lighthouse. Uh, we just started making that as one of our flagships. It's with gold, a gold, nice golden lager, nice crisp readiness to it. It's really easy drinking and it's become a fan favorite for sure. Ooh, a light, crushable, super refreshing. Uh, BBCO, I understand you, pretty much everything in cans, right? Yep, we, are, we do have a sour barrel program that will start doing some bottles and things like that. So keep a lookout for the future for lots more BBCO. 
Love it. And hopefully uh, us as a show can interview uh, Burlington Beer Company as a full interview in some time. Uh, for those who are looking for the locations of where they can find your beers, uh, where they can drink your beers, and uh, social media, where can everybody be, everything be found for Burlington Beer Company? Our Instagram, you can find us at Burlington Beer, and then BurlingtonBeerCompany.com. And then on our website, there's a beer finder, and you can type in your zip code or what beer you're looking for, and it'll show you everything from cans to drafts and on-premise that you can find in your area. Hannah, thank you very much. Have a great September Fest. Yeah, thank you. Thank nice you. To you. Uh, joining me now is Oliver and Champagne from Fiddlehead Brewing Company. Yay! Hey there. Woo! Thank you very much for uh, talking with us about Fiddlehead today. Uh, tell us a little bit about Fiddlehead Brewing Company. So Fiddlehead is uh, located in Shelburne, off Route 7, and uh, our famous beer is our Fiddlehead IPA, which is my favorite beer out there. And uh, yeah, I, I, wor I work in production, I, I keg, and I work in the cellar. Champagne, what do you do with Fiddlehead? Yeah, uh, I currently work in the tasting room. Okay. Um, at the, yeah, uh, I've been there for about a year, and yeah, it's a great little little spot to get, get Fiddlehead beer. Uh, what does it feel like to be back at a festival after two years of not being at festivals? Oh, good, so this is actually mine and Oliver's first show, first okay. brew fest, so I mean it's a great, it seems good. Um, yeah, no, it's a good time. Yep. Fantastic, and what's Fiddlehead pouring for uh, those who are coming to consume uh, beer today? We're pouring uh, two beers, our Mastermind, which is a double IPA, it's like pretty juicy and uh, like tropical fruit flavors, and we're also pouring our Ethereum, uh, a white ale. It's a Belgian wheat style. And that's the one you poured me, right? Yeah, that's the one we poured you. Okay, what's the ABV and tell me a bit about this beer. So that's, uh, it's 5.7 you said? 5.3. 5.3, okay. So it's, uh, it's 5.3, it, um, it's, uh, it's a, it's a white, white style ale. It uh, has notes of orange peel, like pretty strong flavors of coriander. I really, I really like it. I mean, if you try it, I, for, to me, like the, if you taste something herby, that's the coriander. Okay, that's uh, toast. Yeah. Ooh, that's nice and solid, like nice and clean. A little bit of that coriander spiciness. Yeah, very, right. very nice. Yeah, very nice beer. Uh, so for those who want to consume Fiddlehead, either physically on location or if they want to find it in stores, where can people find Fiddlehead uh, beers? Basically everywhere at this point. I mean, at most uh, at most grocery stores uh, in the Northeast, you'll find um, Fiddlehead IPA. A lot of places you'll, uh, you'll, you'll find Second Fiddle or... Uh, even some of this of this Ethereum, and sometimes every once in a while you'll find you'll find Mastermind as well in the can. But uh, for all, our full selection of our beers that are on the market, you'll, you'll have to come to our tasting room in uh, Off Route Seven in Shelburne. And uh, on uh, the internet and social media, where can people find Fiddlehead? Uh, on the internet, we got FiddleheadBrewingCompany.com, and uh, on social media, follow us at Fiddlehead Brewing Company on Instagram. I look forward to speaking with Fiddlehead. Uh, full-time interview in the future uh, thank you very much for thank you both very much for speaking with us today and uh, have a great September fest okay joining me now is Ivan of Upper Pass Brewing Company our beer company to be specific hey thank you uh, thank you very much for talking with us about Upper Pass real quick tell us about Upper Pass so Upper Pass uh, has been around for about seven years now we're uh, back in the hills of Tunbridge uh, on a farm uh, we uh, Brew a lot of hazies, a lot of Vermont hazies. That's how we started, but uh, since then we sort of diversified. We now do a, a lot of lagers, including the the Arno, which you're drinking there, which is an Italian pilsner, uh, and we do uh, sours and we do some bottle aging stuff too. Love it. Uh, you guys opened during the pandemic. We did. We did. We actually the pandemic was pretty good to us. Uh, we can a lot of our product, which is uh, fortunate. 
I think if not for that, we probably would be uh, suffering a little bit more. Uh, locals are very supportive when you guys open. Yeah, locals are super supportive. Uh, you know, we uh, the whole local community from the uh, Upper Valley kind of comes up to see us, and uh, we sell some cans out of our tasting room, and uh, that kind of kept us going. How does it feel? How does it feel like now? This is clearly probably your first September fest, but does that feel be back at festivals in general? Oh, it's great, and this is one of my favorites. I really think this is one of the best ones out there. It's a uh, a uh, nice, uh, not too big group and a nice setting. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Perfect day for it today. Tell me a little bit more about what you poured me here. So this is Arno uh, River in Italy, and this is an Italian Pilsner. So uh, a lager that is uh, dry hop pretty uh, heavily. It has a Contessa, which is uh, an Italian hop. Uh, and I guess what sets it apart from a Czech Pilsner, it's a little less sweet and dry hop, so it's got a little bit more of a hoppy fragrance. And what's the BV on this? That one's uh, just around five, I think. Yeah. Uh, toast. Good afternoon, sipper. Yeah. Sipper. Ooh, super crushable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dangerously so. <laughs> Where can people find Upper Pass? Yeah, so listen, we're all over, all over Vermont. Uh, most uh, beer caves, and now increasingly in grocery stores too. That's the way the market's been going. Uh, tasting room in South Royalton. Limited hours the next month, but we'll be reopening in October. Uh, in. Uh, uh, along with a little bit of uh, tacos uh, uh, in the tasting room, so love it. And uh, what's the website and social media? Yeah, upperpassbeer.com, and uh, same thing. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, you can find us there. Thank you very much for talking with us about Upper Pass. You have yourself a great day, Eva. Joining me now is Bryce from Grownfell Meadery. Hi, nice to meet you. Uh, thank you very much for talking with us about your meadery. Uh, tell us a little bit about Grownfell. All right, so Grunfeld started back in 2013 in Colchester, Vermont. Uh, it was a passion project by a guy named Ricky Klein and his wife, Kelly Klein. Uh, quickly blossomed into a, we still joke about it, but like an actual business. Um, it was down an industrial area uh, right by St. Michael's College. That's how I got my start there. Uh, and they started off as a really small scale operation. Um, and they grew exponentially over the last few years, uh, especially with COVID. With the direct consumer, we saw a big spike in that. And uh, how is uh, for somebody who's very new to the meadery scene, myself? How is the mead scene in Vermont? Uh, right now, Vermont is one of the mead capitals of the world. Uh, if you're going to try mead, you're going to have a really hard time finding somewhere better than Vermont right now. Uh, and I credit that to uh, passionate, dedicated folks, real like artisan craft scene up here. Uh, the availability of uh, quality ingredients and also the availability of the community itself. People love leaning on each other, helping each other out. How, how long has Grunfeld been open? So Grunfeld's been open since 2013. That was their big start, uh, but I, it's kind of a complicated question because we've had so many you know, rebirths and reaching of a new level of what we are, but short answer 2013, but we really exploded in about 2017. And uh, how does it feel to be back at a festival? Dude, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't have the words. It's good to be back outside. Let's put it that way. Fantastic. Uh, so what did you bring for people to uh, try here today? So we, we brought three here today. We brought Valkyrie's Choice, which is our original, our standard, our flagship mead. I always tell everybody who will listen to me, if you're going to have a single mead, have Valkyrie's Choice. It's the best, cleanest example of mead out there. Uh, we brought my personal favorite, Old Wayfair. That's the fun part of going to events. You get to bring what you want. Uh, Old Wayfair, which is an oaked amber mead. It's got a nice, complex, almost a caramel flavor to it. I love it. You might even get some smokiness to it. I can't say enough good things about it. And then a crowd favorite today, we brought um, Wild Hunch, 
which is our autumnal seasonal mead, and that's a spiced blood orange cranberry, which is definitely a fan favorite. Definitely a fan favorite. And what am I going to be trying? You're going to be trying Valkyrie's Choice. As I said, if you're going to try anything, make it Valkyrie's Choice. Crisp, clean, water and honey. You might get a slight citrus note off it, but it's the best example of mead we've got with us. Oh, right? Uh, five percent? Oh, that is 6.9. Oh, boy. Yeah. So full disclosure, I got this job because I was going to $2 pint night once a week. So I'm in the same boat as you. It's not bad stuff. Wow, that... Yeah. That is dangerous. Ain't it, though? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, like you said, it's like drinking sweet, almost little citrusy waters. So. Yeah, it, it goes down real easy. goes down real easy. For those who are looking for uh, your mead, where can people find the mead? Uh, so the best way to find it is go to our website, grunfell.com. We have our mead finder up and active. So we have it's updated weekly. You can see anywhere near you where we have mead. Uh, you can also order it direct to uh, home consumer. So just go online, pick out a case, we'll send it right to you. Speaking of online, what's the website and where's your social media? Uh, Grunfell.com, that's G-R-O-E-N-N-F-E-L-L.com. Social media, Facebook and Insta, just Grunfell. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you very much for speaking with us about Grunfell today. I hope you uh, enjoy the festival. Yeah, welcome to Vermont. Thank you. Okay, joining me now is Will of Idle Time Brewing Company. Hey, Carp, how you doing today? Good. Uh, thank you very much for talking to us about Idle Time. Uh, speaking of, tell me a little bit about Idle Time. Um, well, we are a brew pub up in Stowe, Vermont. Um, there's been a brewery on the site there for probably almost 40 years. Um, it's been Idle Time since 2015. Um, we brew metric upstairs, and then we go into gallons when we get to the basement. Uh, we open ferment. We have um, generally 10 beers on tap at the brewery. And we brought four today and one you can't get at the restaurant. Oh, that's awesome. So you brought one exclusively for the festival. Yeah, so we we like to uh, make cask beers and, and mix it up a little bit. And what this is today that we brought, I'll, I'll just talk about it so jump around. It's a oatmeal stout, a dry stout that's been wet hopped and dry hopped with mint. So um, we've chopped up that fresh ingredients and then left it in there for a certain amount of time to uh, make a wonderful mint stout. It's one of those things that may sound weird, but then you try it, and it's, it's really quite balanced and quite drinkable. Yeah, that's always a throw-off. You know, it's like, oh, here's a jalapeno beer. A what now? So sure. it's always interesting to try those very unique beers. Yeah, if you're really into jalapenos, you know, you, you, there's really, it's really a cool flavor to have that dryness and then that spiciness jump out at you. Awesome. Uh, what does it feel like to be back at a festival after two years of not being at festivals? Well, this is a good one, and what we love about it is the brewers love it as well. So quite often you see the owners and the brewers here. It's small enough. Um, it's it's a beautiful place to have it, and we can't wait for ski season, so we're ready to rock it. And what am I going to be trying here? Oh, you're trying our Oktoberfest. It's a style of beer that we make all year long. It, we call it our favorite child because it's just malty and very endearing. And um, it's a Merzen the other times a year, and this time of year we call it the Oktoberfest. Um, it's made with all Weyermann malts. Um, it's made in a traditional German manner in a German brew house. So I've got the equipment and hopefully the know-how, and hopefully you'll like it. you got to try that. What's the ABV on this? Uh, probably about 5.7. Uh, toast? Toast, yeah, toast. Oh, nice and malty and caramelly. Yeah, you know, you always got to walk that line and, and, and have enough body to have it be endearing and, and hopefully not uh, cloyingly sweet. So for those who are uh, visiting the Stowe area, where can people find Idle Time? So we're right on the mountain road. If you, if you hit the uh, 
three-way stop in town and you head towards the uh, ski area where right uh, where the famous shed was for years and years and uh, way back when it was Camp Idle Time and that's where we came up with the name. Um, we've got a huge beer garden that's open through the end of October um, and we've got two bars and the beautiful brew house and um, it's a nice spot. Yeah, personally, I've been to Idle Time before. I did the little stow trip there, and uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, hopefully, we get to experience Idle Time again at some point, maybe set up a full interview. Uh, for those who are looking for Idle Time online or on social media, where can people find Idle Time? Well, we've kind of come full circle that we initially did bombers when we first opened, and then we moved into canning with a mobile canner once a month. Uh, last year, we canned twice because it got so busy, and this year, we're just selling everything on site so we're kind of one of those darling childs that of a brew pub that's gotten to that point where we're producing and selling everything right on site growlers to go that's it it's still kind of the boat flights from what yeah so you can do a flight of six beers the first six beers or all ten um you know if you're really into tasting beer you always remember to ask for a spare glass so you can pour it and really let it breathe um yeah it's important Fantastic. Thank you very much for speaking with us today. You have yourself a great day and a happy festival. Thank you. Joining me now is Joan of Hermit Thrush Brewery. Hello. Hi. Thank you very much for speaking with us. Uh, for those who don't know, what is Hermit Thrush all about? Sour beer. Oh, wait. Yes, they're all sour. <laughs> it answers most of the questions. Yeah, I visited the brewery a couple of weeks ago and it was like just big sign, yes, they're all sour. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, after two years of not really having festivals, what does it feel like to come back to a festival? Oh, it's amazing. And this is a good one. Like, the customers are all really sweet, really polite. Like, no one's, I don't think, looking to get drunk. They're here for the beer, and they're here to try really awesome beer. Um, so, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what did you bring to Septemberfest this year? Uh, we brought two kettle sours and two barrel-aged beers, which are two different ways of making a beer sour. Um, and they are all delicious and all very sour. Uh, it's actually, sorry, it's actually really funny. People are like, um, that one's sour. That one's sour. What about, that one's also sour. Oh, that one's also sour. And then the, yeah. Because Hermit Thrush is all about mixed fermentation, right? Exactly. And uh, our yeast, all of our cultures come from southern Brattleboro, well, southern Vermont. Fantastic. And what am I trying? You, you are most likely, if I recall correctly, <laughs> trying the Party Jam Apricot. Yeah. Now tell me a bit about Party Jam. So it's a kettle sour fruited wild ale, uh, and our yeast, which is inherent to southern Vermont Brattleboro area, tends to have very like apricot stone fruity kind of fruit profile. So we leaned into that with this and um, added some apricots. What's the ABV on this? 5.9. So it's not like punch in your face like crazy alcohol percentage no no we punch you in the face with sourness not with abv see even like it's not super sour it's more of a tartness to me yeah for people who are new to sours i often try to say like you know channel your inner lemonade kind of thoughts so yeah awesome uh for those who are looking to uh, consume hermit thrush either on location or in stores where can people find your beers oh uh, lots of places um i would <laughs> I would say if you can't find it, ask your local um, favorite craft beer, beer retailer to bring us in. Um, they can reach out to their rep and then uh, bring us in. And those who want to head down to Brattleboro to check out Hermit Thrush, what's your location now? I know there's two. so Yeah, well, it's actually the same building. Um, just one is outside and one is inside. Um, but in Brattleboro, Vermont, 29 High Street, right at the corner of High and Green Street. 
And uh, free weekend parking around the corner from what I know, so. It is free Sunday parking, yeah. So thankfully I went Sunday. Uh, for those who are looking for Hermit Thrush online, where can people find you? Uh, on our website. We uh, do ship to Vermont. If you live out of state, unfortunately we cannot ship to you, um, but you can ask your local retailer to bring us in. We need to sneak you up to Canada, that's what we need to do. Ah, yes, yes. And uh, website, social media, where can people find that? Uh, at Brattlebeer is our social handle, otherwise hermitthrushbrewery.com. Pretty, pretty easy. <laughs> awesome, so if you're in southern Vermont, check out Hermit Thrush and uh, anybody else around the area. Thank you very much, Joan. Yeah. Have a great, have a great yeah. festival. Okay, joining me now is Seth of Drop-In Brewing Company. Hey, how you doing? Hey, good. Thank you very much for speaking with us nice about the brewery. Uh, for those who don't know, tell us a bit about Drop-In. Yeah, so Drop-In Brewing is a brewery in Middlebury, Vermont. We are a 15-barrel brewery, and we are also the home of the American Brewers Guild, which is a craft brewing school. Okay. So we bring in students from across the country every year. There's usually two large classes of a, approximately 25 students uh, in each session. So, uh, as mentioned, two a year. So students are usually in, in say, uh, for a week in June and then a week in November as well uh, to come in and basically the culmination and graduation ceremony of their class uh, and also just doing a week in the brewery where we're talking about the brewing operations, uh, laboratory operations and cellaring and filter operations as well. And above and beyond that, we also are a 15-barrel brewery, as mentioned, so we're producing uh, plenty of beers on a regular basis. They're available all throughout Vermont, only in Vermont. Um, but we focus on really a traditional product line of beers. So we've got a lot of English ales. We've got some German things coming in as well. Uh, we do have some IPAs. We have an IPA and a double IPA. Uh, not the normal New England hazy craze that's going on now, but we do have some American IPAs that are available. Um, and yeah, everything we do, we just focus on really, really high quality processes done right and education. Amazing. And uh, after two years of not having the festival as it is now, what does it feel like to have September fest back the way it is today? It's great. It's really great to have everybody here today and everybody's really, really excited to be here. Uh, the crowd has a great attitude. Nobody's here for the wrong reasons. Everybody's here for the right reason of appreciating the scene that we have here in Vermont and uh, really just enjoying a day on this beautiful, absolute beautiful weather, perfect location, and we're just happy to be a part of it. Now you brought quite the lineup. Uh, what'd you bring for people here to try at the festival today? Absolutely. So we've got uh, a handful of beer. We got four different beers with us here today. So we have our Droppinator, which is a German Doppelbach, which is a really, really strong malty uh, German lager, kind of in the traditional sense. Uh, we also brought a Helles Lager, which is another German uh, style beer, uh, really originated in Bavaria and is a very, very, very crisp, clean. Um, basically malt forward but just a real focusing on the clean cleanliness and purity of the beer we also have an english mild which is just a nice again easy drinking uh, english ale um, nice nicely well balanced a little on the dry side low alcohol just easy to come in and have a couple of pints no problem and then of course one of the staples that we've had around forever is red dwarf which is an American Amber Ale, and our Red Dwarf is brewed exclusively with hops completely grown at Champlain Valley Hops here in Vermont as well. Named after the show, I'm assuming? Um, the Red Dwarf? Yeah. Well, I don't know about a show Red Dwarf. I think it's more oh. the celestial, okay. the um, sort of 
Yeah, the stars, it was, if you will. The, it was a British space comedy from the late 90s, from what I believe. You might be right. So no, the no, owner no, no. of Drop-In is... No, I know you're right about that. You might be right about the name. The owner of Drop-In is uh, originally from England, grew up in Scotland as well. So they're very well could... You might have educated me today. That's why I'm assuming, uh, as a Canadian, uh, my queen, uh, who unfortunately has recently passed away, Absolutely. is on your English smile. Absolutely. And uh, we're always have been strong supporters and fans of the Queen. I also grew up in a family where uh, my grandmother came over from England as well, so I grew up with this also. And, of course, we honor the Queen. Ooh. Love the malt balance on this. Excellent. Wow, fantastic beer. Mm. Yes, our, Love our, it. Our owner, Steve Parks, who, who owns and operates uh, Drop and Brewing in the American Brewers Guild, is one of the pioneers of the American Amber style, actually, going back to Red Nectar at Humboldt Brewing in California, back to the 1980s, I believe. So, Love it. And for those who are trying to find Drop in Brewing's beers, location, etc., where can people find Drop in? Absolutely. You can come and see us anytime in Middlebury. We're at 610 uh, Route 7 uh, North in Middlebury, Vermont. Also, most of the local bottle shops, uh, grocery stores, etc., we're distributing all over Vermont, so you can find our products there and at local uh, restaurants, bars, and watering holes as well. Find us on Draft, enjoy it, and come and say hi. And uh, for since this show is on the internet, where can people find you on the internet? So you can go to drop a uh, uh, drop in. I don't know if it's drop in beer, drop in brewery.com, drop in beer.com. Sorry for that. Also available on Instagram, I believe Twitter and Facebook as well. So. See us online, see us in person, see us at the grocery store, but don't be afraid to drop in. All right, so check these guys out in Middlebury, for sure. A place to hit if you like uh, classic styles from what I'm getting. Thank you very much. Have a great festival. Joining me now is Shane of The Alchemist. Hey, nice to meet you guys. Good to see you. Uh, I'm assuming most people know The Alchemist, but for somehow people who don't know The Alchemist, who is The Alchemist? So we are a family-owned, 100% independent brewery in Vermont, specializing in fresh, unfiltered IPAs, um, small batches of many varieties of beer, but we really are known for our IPAs. Yeah, I believe uh, Hetty Topper and Focal Banger are the big, like, they're the big boys. Those are our kind of bread and butter. You know, those are the two beers that we distribute statewide. Uh, we make select drops out of state to different uh, cities and towns when we can, but those are definitely Hetty and they're the, the two people know us for. What's it like after two years of not being at festivals to be back at a festival of this magnitude? It's really great. You know, we're, we're selective with our festivals, not because, you know, we don't love going out. It's just it's a, a time and a beer thing. And so we pick the ones that we know we have an awesome time at in beautiful locations. So this is actually only our, it's our third and final festival this year. But it feels amazing to be out and have something uh, a little different than what people are used to for our offerings today. So... Fantastic. And speaking of that, uh, what are the offerings today at the festival? So we have two IPAs. We have Rapture, which is a 7% American IPA, Citra Galaxy, kind of like a cousin to Focal Banger. It's one of our more uh, regular rotationals. Uh, our other IPA is Skadoosh. That's our experimental series. Uh, so different every time we release it. Different hop, form of hop, hopping schedule. Always the same Grainville, always a 7%er, but it really allows us to play with technique and variety uh, and it's cool for the consumer to really play with and taste some of these hops so and then uh, we have our Belgian double wit coriander orange zest really traditional but a higher bumped up ABV it's a double wit uh, and then we have our German style Doppelbach 8% amber beautiful lagered to just absolute perfection so 
and I'm trying the skadoosh here. 7%. 7%. So that's uh, a strata hop base. We dry hop with citra and mosaic pellets. And we're actually using a product called Spectrum, which is a cold side addition. It's an extract, um, and it, you know, used in the tail end of ferment, acts as a dry hop. So it's a brand new product for us, and it's our first batch, and we really like it, so... Um, absolutely fantastic. I, it does not taste like a 7% beer. That's very deceiving. you got to be careful with that. You know, enjoy responsibly, as we always say, and that's something you enjoy responsibly. Uh, for those who are looking to drink beer at the Alchemist or whatever beer stores, like where can people find Alchemist beer? So, Hetty and Focal, statewide within Vermont, most bars and restaurants, or a lot of bars and restaurants are going to have it. Um, you know, beer stores as well, if you're looking for takeout. If you're in the Stowe area, uh, our brewery's open seven days a week for retail, and we have a beer garden that operates Thursday through Sunday, 11 to 6, so come hang out, drink some beers on our beautiful lawn, play some cornhole, just, yeah, it's a good time. I saw the website, you're renovating the taproot right now. So, we're getting real close to that. Uh, we're we're putting the last pieces together and then we're going to be looking at probably mid-October. Uh, it's going to be great. We're going to have a, a really beautiful bottle program, sour beers, barrel-aged stouts, you know, lager offerings, lots of specialties as well as all like the big hoppy beers that people love. So. Love it. And those who are looking you online, what's the website and what's all your social media? So, website, alchemistbeer.com, uh, Alchemist Brewery on Facebook. Instagram's a little trickier. It's Alchemist Beer, but replace all the E's with the number three. All right. Awesome. Uh, Amazing. Shane, thank you very much. Enjoy Septemberfest. Joining me now is Matt of Tilted Barn Brewery. How's it going? Good. Uh, So for those who don't know, what is Tilted Tilted Barn Brewery? Uh, So we are uh, a farmhouse brewery in the sense of where we're at. So we're located on our farm down in in Rhode Island. We brew a wide range of styles. uh, But yeah, we kind of stick to the farm to pint theme with a lot of stuff. I've uh, personally never visited Rhode Island coming from Montreal, but uh, how is the craft beer scene in Rhode Island? It's it is growing as it is everywhere, really. When we opened in 2014, I think we were the sixth or seventh brewery in Rhode Island, and uh, they're close to 40 now. So it's really it's been blowing up the past few years. Very cool. Is this your first Septemberfest? It is. This is awesome. We're loving it. How does it feel for the return of the festivals after the two years of not having festivals you know there was uh it was a lot of drinking alone for two years which you know no one really likes doing that so it's it's great to be back with the crowds like this especially what'd you bring here for people to try at the festival today so we brought uh lawn boy which is our we call it a barn lager uh kind of transcends a few different styles so we just kind of made it our own uh we got a farm to fest which is our marzen and uh, milo's which is our flagship ipa and then aster a new double ipa very cool and i'm trying your lager tell me a bit about this yeah, so it's um, it is you know it's a light lager. Um, it's a little hoppier than most. We use some non-traditional hops in it, so we couldn't really stick it in a classic category. Um, typical you know lager yeast, but some American hops in there. Um, floor malted pilsner, which is great for the malt base and just nice and crisp, 4.8 percent. Something nice. So looking forward to it. There we go. Thank you, man. Yeah, light, crisp, crushable. Yeah. See myself drinking a bunch of these on a beach. Yeah, that's spend my summer right there. <laughs> so you have a logo, no farms, no brew, no beer. What's that all about? Uh, yeah, so we started out as a hop farm before the brewery uh, on our farm, and then we decided to kind of take the plunge. And you know, the beer is sort of my, my passion aside from just growing the ingredients. So we grow a lot of ingredients we use, um, and they've kind of just adopted that logo. Those who are looking for Tilted Barn, where can they find your beers? We always say the best place is at the brewery, so you can come and see us. But we distribute uh, throughout New England, uh, so yeah, you can find us all around, really. 
And where is the brewery located? So it's in Exeter, Rhode Island, which is sort of like the south central part of the state, about 20 minutes south of Providence. And uh, social media and website, what's all that? Oh, yeah, everything is pretty much Tilted Barn Brewery at Tilted Barn Brewery and TiltedBarnBrewery.com. Awesome. If you're in Rhode Island, check these guys out. Matt, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good day. Happy festival. Okay, joining me now is Alan from Lost Nation Brewing. How's it going, Kyle? Good. Thank you very much All right. for uh, letting us talk to you about the brewery. Uh, for those who don't know, tell us about Lost Nation. So we are in uh, Morrisville, Vermont, which is uh, one town north of Stowe. Uh, we've got a great production brewery and restaurant, tap room, uh, beer garden, the whole scene, and we've been around, uh, we're going into our 10th year. 10 year anniversary after the last two years of everything that's happened, that's pretty good. Pretty wild, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of, what does it feel like to be back at the festivals? It's awesome. I mean, you know, it's a beautiful day and every, seeing everybody again and old friends and enjoying beers, what what it all is about, right? Yeah, I'm so happy the festivals are back. As, as a craft beer drinker, this is this is my environment so yeah. yeah what'd you bring for the people to try at the festival today yeah absolutely so we've been doing a, a couple check loggers so we've got a local resident which are che our czech style pale uh we've got our strano which is a czech style amber uh we've got a marzen uh and then our um mosaic ipa which is what we're best known for tell me about the marzen i'm about to try marzen uh very crispy clean uh, right down the middle um not you know not too malty not too sweet uh, but not too dry and a nice hop finish on there. So, What's the ABV on this? Uh, 5.8. Yeah, so pretty crushable, light, exactly. Marsden style. Yep. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, tis the seasons for Marsden's and Oktoberfest. Super light, nice and crushable, Marsden style beer. Obviously, like, there's so many Marsden's to try right now. So it's, it's great. For those who are looking to drink Lost Nation beers, where can they find them? Uh, we're available all throughout Vermont and uh, in most of New England's. And then, of course, our restaurant, tap room, and uh, beer garden. And where is the beer garden located? Uh, Morrisville, Vermont. Uh, address? Uh, 87 Old Creamery Road. Uh, just, again, one town north of Stowe. Beautiful spot up there. You should totally check it out. And online, where can people find you? Website, social media, and all that stuff. All the good stuff. Yeah, lostnationbrewing.com. It's just that it? Lostnationbrewing.com? Cool. So we're going to add all that in show notes. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, and Thank have a great festival. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll have to set a full interview up at some point. So. Joining me now is Mackenzie from Fo Foam Brewery. Yeah. Hi. Awesome. Hi. Uh, thank you very much for speaking with us today. So for those who don't know about Foam, what is Foam Brewers? Yeah. Foam Brewers, um, we are experimental brewery, um, always rotating new beers, changing new things up. Um, obviously, we do, we were at, uh, in, right in Burlington, Vermont, 112 Lake Street, um, right on the waterfront. It's beautiful. Um, obviously, we have some, like, we sell cans, we do growlers, um, but I would say we have a variety of different beers we do. We do anywhere from uh, double IPAs to pilsners to sours, so we've got a good good variety going on right now. So after kind of the two year, last years of lockdown, how does it feel to be back at the festival? Amazing. It feels really good. Um, this is my only my third festival I've ever worked, which um, is it's a beautiful scene and it's in gorgeous Vermont, so uh, we feel good to be here and um, pouring some delicious brews on a, you know, perfect fall day, so feels good. Love it. And uh, what's the lineup you uh, foam brought today for people to try? Cool. Um, so for today, we have Built to Spill, which is um, a classic by us, a double IPA um, with uh, Citra Galaxy hops. 
We also have um, Singularity, which is a pale ale. Um, That's what you gave me to try. I gave that to you. That is a one-off we just did. We did um, a collab with um, a festival, Otis Mountain Get Down, um, up in upstate New York. So that's just a one-off, and it's a great, great pale ale, delicious. Quaffable is one of the tasty notes, which is hilarious, good stuff. Um, and then we have the fall, which is an autumnal lager. Um, 5% floral, a little spice there, really approachable, good stuff. And then we also have Dead Flowers, which is a single IPA, 6.2%. Uh, um, and that is uh, one we just started canning a few months back. We've done it a few times, so it's good That's stuff. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. This is what, uh, you said 5.4? 4.8. Yeah. Okay, yeah, super crushable. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of foam. Whenever I'm in Burlington, foam is one of my locations. Yeah. As long as the parking lot's not full, yeah. <laughs> um, I usually hit foam. Totally, yeah. which is rare, so yeah. Yeah. But it's not full. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, for, so for those who are looking for foam beers, where can they find foam? Yeah, so we're at uh, 112 Lake Street in Burlington, Vermont and uh, come check us out. We have a beautiful front patio, back patio, and all the good beer to hang with your friends and good people, so yeah. <laughs> Website, social media? Um, we got uh, foambrewers.com. Um, you can find us on Instagram at foambrewers and um, Facebook at foambrewers as well. So we're, we're on there. Okay, so. Mackenzie, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I know there's not much left today, but enjoy the yeah. rest of the festival. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, joining me now is Dylan from Rock Art Brewery. Hello. Thank you very much for talking to us today about your brewery. Uh, so for those who don't know, what is Rock Art all about? Uh, we've been open for 25 years. We're a family business. My dad started in the basement of our house. I was born two years after. And it's still just the four of us now, me, my dad, and my brother, and my mom. Very cool. Uh, solar powered, I see? Yeah, we've been solar powered since 2017. Uh, still a propane boil for the kettle, but uh, the forklift, the walk-in cooler, all the lights, water heaters, and the canning line is all solar powered. Very cool. Uh, what does it feel like to be back at a festival after uh, almost two years off? I actually just started working the last year and a half, so this is what all I've known, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, what did you bring for people to try today? We brought uh, one of our hard seltzers that we make with all organic cane sugar and real fruit puree. Uh, we brought our New England IPA, classic, juicy New England style. Uh, our Russian Imperial Stout that spent six months in a Jack Daniels whiskey barrel, aged for three years after that. Nice light Helles Lager and a Raspberry Rattler, pale ale with raspberry juice. We always try to have a good spread on. We keep like 16 different styles at the brewery at all times. So I'm trying the lager, uh, the Helles Lager. Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, really smooth, a uh, little bit of malty flavor to it. Nice light lager. Some people get a little bit of sweetness in there. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so I'm going to try this uh, toast. Oh, yeah. Nice and clean, super crushable. Mm. And it comes in a 19.2 ounce can. Oh, perfect. Uh, amazing. Uh, so for those who are looking for Rock Art Brewery, where can they physically find the location? We're in Morrisville, Vermont, just outside of Stowe. Uh, address? Uh, 30, three, or 635 Laporte Road, Morrisville, Vermont. And for those... And for those who are trying to find you online, internet, and all that stuff, where can they find you? Rockartbrewery.com. Same with the Instagram, Rockartbrewery. And you're uh, available at most beer stores across the New England area, I'm guessing? Uh, just in Vermont, actually, right now. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. 25 years in, sticking very local to Vermont. That's great to hear. So. Yeah. 
Hope you guys uh, end up the festival really good, and thank you very much for talking to us today. Nice to meet you. So another All Beer Inside, attending a festival, come and gone, episode 150. Thank you to all the viewers and listeners of the show. Honestly, we appreciate anybody who checks us out. Yeah, all I could say is definitely check out September Fest. Really, any festival. Hopefully, things are kind of back to normal for their, uh, for us. And all I can say is uh, check us out. AllBeerInside.com is the website. Add AllBeerInside on all social media. And as I say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap.